0: A sunny place full of shady people. This was a Miami I grew to know and love. Although love and hate tend to be interchangeable for me, it's really honestly a useless dichotomy. It mirrors my sense of hopelessness for this town. There are tons of beautiful people and lots of greenery, and those are probably my two favorite things about the city. Wait, I also adore the ubiquity of Cuban bakeries. (sighs) I have so many memories of my mornings, my body being warmed by a shot of espresso. I can feel the caffeine in my blood. My heart rate picks up and I feel a bead of sweat swell on my temple. I remember being sad and I remember spending time with my family. I think I'm really sad about not having access to them up here in New York City. The only place I feel that I can call home. We'll see how I feel about New York in 2025 But I'm pretty sure I want to grow closer to my family, the people who I know best. Back to my fantasy of the future, it'll be the roaring 20s again, and I'll be a flapper. My tricks like to call me flapper, and I'm pretty sure that it's because I talk a lot. The squad and I were visiting my homeland. I was excited to introduce them to the delicacies that are Cuban croquettes and Peruvian ceviche. I could eat ceviche for Ever, if I could ensure I didn't get mercury poisoning from all the fish. As you can see, though, uh, food is really important to me. It fuels me and it connects us all through our senses. Food is culture and culture isn't static. Munchies are the only thing I'm really truly romantic about. And on the topic of romance, seeing August was starting to feel ritualistic. I was growing complacent. Does a partner solve all the problems in my life? Or are they just going to be a different kind of problem? I know a lot of people that believe that no two humans are meant to be together forever, although they do allow exceptions. I spent a lot of time wondering if I'll be an exception. Could I be exceptional in anyone's eyes? Could someone be exceptional in mine? I was on vacation though. I didn't want my insecurities or lack of interest to spoil my fun. I was a bit worried about my friends being overwhelmed, but I caught myself. They were on vacation. Your family's supposed to be here by now. We're in Miami. Miami time is a thing. Nobody adheres to a schedule unless they run a business. The city isn't going anywhere. We all have to use the bathroom. I uh, am
1: about to burst.
0: You okay. guys
2: should have just used the bathroom here. It was pretty futuristic.
0: I know. I love it. Bitch! Are you ready? Bitch! Ah, I'm so happy to see you. How was your day? <sighs>
3: restful honey. I almost got hit by two other cars
0: on the way over here. So let's get our stuff in and go. These are my friends Byron, Mars, and Al. Don't be scared to ask their names later. Alana's been raving about you. Oh,
3: I love you, ho. Look, it is so nice to meet you. And now there's Mars? That's me. Nice to meet you. Oh my god, I love your earrings. Oh my god, thank you. I was ready to stud today. So then you're Alf, right?
2: Yeah, hi. Great to meet you.
3: Alright, ho bags, let's move.
4: Get in the car. I'm not 82. I know what she meant. You know, I just
0: love the sound of my own voice.
3: I brought a blunt bitch.
0: Oh my god, I'm so ready.
3: Oh my god. Well, let's just leave the airport grounds first.
0: Duh. <laughs> We're really doing this. <laughs> what do you
2: mean?
3: We're
0: in Miami.
2: It's nice here.
0: Isn't it? Okay, I think we can get started. Light that bitch up.
2: I miss you so much!
0: <laughs> we got to Fort Lauderdale during rush hour, so the I-95 was hellish on the way to Miami. My friends weren't ready for the traffic.
4: Okay, we need to go to that rest stop. I'm going to die if I don't pee. Jay, let's get some munchies.
3: All right, all right. I do need to stretch. I'm starting to feel those
2: 45 minutes of sitting. I hope they have food here. I'm starving. Dude, same. The sign says there's a food court. Let's get a Mm -hmm. snack.
0: Save your appetites, queers. We have got a function to attend tonight, and there's going to be hella finger food. Can I go? Babe, of course, but you're just going to have to come with me to see my family.
3: Oh, your mom's or your dad's place?
0: Mmm, both?
3: Mmm, well, you're lucky. I'm a savvy bitch that cares about you. Plus, your mom is cool, so I do want to see her.
0: I do love that crazy hoe. I'm excited. Okay, guys, go get your snacks. We can meet back here in 15 and 20. Remember, we're pigging out later today. We are on vacation. Don't
1: worry, I'll get something small. Alana, apparently
2: this place is a Cuban bakery. Do you think they'll have decent pastries?
0: Let me try one first. I want to spare you the disappointment if it's terrible.
2: I'm ready to try croquetas. Me too. We're here, kids.
0: Go, go, go. Rendezvous in 20. Aren't you coming? I'm geeking out. I was imagining you guys jumping out of a helicopter. No more blunts for you. Bitch, we are on vacation. But I am going to try and avoid indica if I can. I was elated to see Jay and introduce her to some of the friends I've made in New York. I was also just excited to stunt with her. We went to get cheap coffee and we decided to forego food so we could eat at the party that night. Alf and Mars tried Dale Croquettes and were mortified by their texture. It felt like burned minced ham sandwiched between two stale saltine crackers. Byron went to the subway and got a veggie sandwich. They were vegan, even on vacation. God admire that discipline. We met back at the car and crammed ourselves in with our munchies.
3: I rolled another blunt. A. When did you roll that? While you're in the bathroom. It's sativa. I'm with it.
4: Let me eat my sandwich first.
3: So how long till we get to the hotel? Uh, should be like another 20 minutes.
4: Yeesh.
0: Guess again. There's an accident on the turnpike and all traffic is being rerouted. Ugh, what the hell? Welcome to Miami. Two hours and three months later, we finally got to the hotel. I translated because everyone in Miami defaults to Spanish. The squad was checked in and I went off to see the rents with Jay. I went to see my mom and her man, then saw my father, stepmother, brother, and sisters. It just occurred to me how strong my sense of family is. My mom's apartment was small but neat and she hugged me hard. My mom tries really hard to be her loving and supportive self. I adore that hoe.
5: Hi, Jay. Hi, mijita.
0: She did that mom thing where she grasped my shoulders and looked me up and down. How are you? I'm good, mom. Really? Come, come. You're skinny. Here's what I'll do. I will eat if you agree to smoke with me. I don't know, honey. Chris doesn't like the smell. Come on. The smell's everywhere. How is he, anyways?
3: He's cute. He brings home the bacon. And it's great to feel like a family again. You know what would be even better? Mom. You should come home, mijita. You've been away long enough. We're your family here. I know you have lots of little friends, but nothing is stronger than family. I worry so much when you're away. Chris says you're going to give me a heart attack.
0: Mom, my little friends in New York are my family. I have more in common with them than any of you. Have I asked you to worry about me? No. You just worry about me so you don't have to think about your own bullshit. Alana! I'm sorry, Mom. I'm just really tired from my trip. We smoked and ate, but I couldn't shake the guilt I'd felt about snapping at my mom. She just misses me. But something about being back with her, back in my childhood town, makes me into a bitchy teen again. We said goodbye with big hugs.
5: Stay here tonight.
0: I'll text you later. I love you. Jay and I smoked on the drive to my dad's house. I knew that I was maybe getting too high, but it helped quiet my nerves. My father could never fully contain his disdain for my current lifestyle. My poor father was a misogynist, and I hadn't seen him since before I had breasts. Hi, Alana. Come
4: in, come in. Uh, Do you want a beer? I'm watching football.
0: He could call me by my name now, but still wanted me to bro around with him. I was the ultimate fembro. I am the ultimate fembro. Heineken? Um, sure, yeah. Being around him was awkward, to say the least. He never seemed to know how to address me or really see me. But even when I first came out to him and he was calling me my given name, I didn't doubt for a single moment that he just wanted the best for me. I love my messy-ass parents so much. My love for them serves as a testament to my own personal growth. I literally believe that they were both evildoers. Ne'er-do-wells. I like words, and I get distracted easily. I must have been so annoying as a child. God bless my parents.
4: You know, you can stay with me tonight if you want.
0: It was cute how he said it. Shyly. Like he needed my love, but didn't want to be needy. Maybe. Um, I'm supposed to stay at Mom's, though. I'll, I'll text you later. Later that night? I decided to stay in the hotel. My old sugar daddy was in town, and he decided to treat me. The force is strong with this one, and by force, I mean pussy. I wish I could audibly convey a wink emoji.
1: Byron, I think the food you ordered is here.
4: I only ordered 30 minutes ago. That was quick. Hello. Oh, hey. You seem surprised. I thought you were the
0: food that I'd ordered. I'd be pissed, so you can definitely punch me if you
4: want, but you've gotta give me some of your food. I'm not gonna hit you, and you can have a bite of my taco. I think I'm good? Gross, not what I meant. What are you doing here, bitch?
0: My old sugar daddy wanted to spend time with me, and I told him that I also have friends here. Which one? I can't remember whether or not I told you about this one, but his
4: name is Guillaume. he's Brazilian. Well, okay then, come on in, make yourself comfortable.
1: Hey, babe.
2: Oh, hey, hon.
4: That bitch is here. I'm waiting on my food. What are we going to do tonight? Let's go
0: to Asuka. Ooh, sugar. I Hope it's sweet. It may be a bit sour, but that'll be because of all the 18-year-old twinks and the inevitable insecurities of youth.
2: Mm, That sounds a bit dramatic.
0: That is what I live for. I mean, I just like to witness,
4: not partake. Bitch, you live for the drama. You too, though. I didn't say I didn't. Remember my last palette when I had multiple exes present? It was two people. Try four. I feel sorry.
0: Shut up, shut up. We eventually made it out of the hotel. Sugars was in the middle of a residential area and you could see houses across the street around the corner. The scent of cheap cologne and the subtle scent of vomit from minors that couldn't hang perfumed the air. I don't know about this fire. Honey, I moved away from Miami for a reason. This scene is pretty fucking tame. As we ventured further into the venue, the circuit music got louder and the drinks got stronger. The last thing I remember was one of the drag queens grinding on Mars and Elf. I'm glad I got to witness and remember that saucy ass sandwich before I blacked out. I also vaguely remember Byron holding my hair up in the bathroom. It felt like a real vacation. The next day, Byron had arranged for a solo, Find Their Soul adventure. i encouraged them to take a kayaking lesson at Cranham Park Beach. They weren't impressed by all the mangroves they had to climb over, but it was good for their glutes. Byron had started doing yoga regularly, so we were all hopeful that their kayaking would be a good thing to add to their workout regimen. As soon as they saw the instructor though, they had other ideas, less pure ideas of what they could be doing. The instructor looked like a Giorgio Armani model with even less clothing. I would have told Byron to just ignore him as a flirting tactic, but of course Byron could never play the long game. That's the difference between us.
5: Hi there. Are you here for the 9 a.m. kayaking lesson?
4: I didn't realize it was so early.
5: Do you need coffee?
4: Among other things.
5: Oh, are you nervous? Sometimes first-timers drink some tequila.
4: I'd go for some tequila. Byron never let
0: loose. Maybe Harry being M.I.A. was a good thing for their self-esteem. Despite being hungover, they took the tequila shot.
5: You probably don't want coffee now. Is it just me today? Just you and me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, let's go. Let's get into our kayaks. You can pick what color you want.
0: I like that pink one. Okay. They got into their kayaks. Byron was staring at the instructor's muscling arms like tree trunks. I'm getting ahead of myself. They made it out onto open water.
5: Use your arms.
4: I'm trying.
5: It's all about being one with the way the water flows. Lean into the unknown. Lean into whatever comes at you. No. No. I don't know. How? I didn't mean for it to sound
0: so metaphorical.
5: You just need to lean into what the water gives. If the water is too strong on the right, then steer on the left.
0: Okay. Eventually, Byron managed to do a little bit of steering, but not much else. There was too much to contemplate. Focusing on something besides romance was never their strong suit. After getting back on dry land, feeling pruny and unsure, Byron sat on a mangrove and wondered about what they always wondered about a man. Harry was doing the most. It was super annoying that he wanted a break, but he was also pretty sweet. Even I could see that. But was he really the one? I wasn't the one to ask. All men are like little rats scurrying around, eating trash because they are trash. Meanwhile, Alf and Mars had decided to go to Holover, the nude beach. They'd invited me to go along, but Guillaume had my full attention.
1: Smuggled in some tequila for us.
2: Ooh, my favorite. Have you ever been to a nude beach before?
1: I mean, I've been nude on beaches, but not necessarily legally. So what's new? Nothing, we've literally been in the same space for the last 36 hours.
2: No, I mean like, life stuff, like House Thorn? Oh
1: yeah, okay. Well, uh, we got into a really bad fight the other day after I hooked up with Maya. Honestly, I don't know what to do, but whenever we talked about it before, he said he was cool with it, but obviously feeling some type of way without telling me. So, I don't know, when I told him I slept with her again, it's like he had kept all this anger bottled up and just, like, exploded at me, and he was furious. It felt really unfair. I don't know, but, like, at the same time, I didn't check in with him before seeing her. Like, he asked me to so I understand why that set him off. But, like, a part of me feels weird about that rule. Like, I should be able to just do what I want, you know what I mean? But at the same time, of course I want to respect his feelings. Like, non-monogamy is new for him, and I want to help him through this process. Dude, I think about her constantly. And fucking her is so liberating and fun. She makes me feel free. I don't know, it's hella messy. Oof, 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 oof. I don't know. The line between boundaries
2: and rules is hard, and I get it. Sometimes, like, unexpected hot events occur, and I know, at least for myself, that I just want to leave the door open to any adventures, and sex can be just like a really fun, creative expression. But also, jealousy is such an instinctive thing that's really hard to deal with and unlearn in healthy ways, and you both obviously care for each other so much. It's just, it's so wild how love can just activate all of this emotional energy and not always positively.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it would almost feel like the wrong choice not to pursue something with her. You get it. Anyway, so what's going on with you, with Jane?
2: Uh, I don't know. So, like, she asked me to be her partner, and I feel conflicted about it. Like, on one hand, I look at her, and I feel so safe and cared about, and I feel like I've known her my whole life, and, like, maybe I love her. And she knows I'm not monogamous and is in theory cool with it, but also we haven't had to test that out because I spend all my free time with her. But also I just want to believe in myself as an individual and put more time into platonic intimacies and I know I can get so wrapped up in someone. And like maybe love is just like fake overall. I don't know. She texted me this morning and I haven't texted back yet.
1: Yeah, wow. That's a lot. I feel you though. It's hard to maintain individuality sometimes when your mind is completely occupied with another person. No.
2: Ugh. Anyway, pass the tequila, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you take a pic of me? I want to send it to her and then censor it for Instagram. It's just so fucking dumb how showing my nipples will get me blocked.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, you look so good in these. Can I just say you have great tits? Thank you. Honestly,
2: I've been checking yours out all day.
0: Later that night, we decided to all meet up at Counter Corner for a big blowout. We were all feeling pretty out of it. Alf and Mars were drunk as fuck. Byron was in their feelings and I was feeling myself and feeling good about Miami. I'd spent the morning with my mom. We got tipsy for brunch. The afternoon was spent at my dad's and we had one of his good old Sunday barbecues. God, I miss those barbecues and getting hungry just thinking about the smell of charred flash. Counter Corner was poppin' as I'd always seen on social media. It was literally my first time there. Going to Miami reminded me of the universal sense of rhythm shared by the Latinx folk of Miami. None of these hoes were stiff and everybody was dancing dirty.
4: I just don't know what I need to do about Harry, you know?
0: Honestly, fuck it. If it's meant to be, it'll happen.
4: Don't let those
1: chemicals in your brain, fuck you up, sis. I'm sure it'll be fine.
4: Maybe we just all need to be single.
1: Maybe. Hey, don't project your shit onto me.
4: I wasn't trying to project anything. Oh,
0: look, another shirtless guy who would ruin your life in a heartbeat. That's all there is around
4: here. Who's projecting now? Both of us, bitch.
1: I'm gonna get another drink. Anyone want anything?
4: I'm truly still hungover. I'm sticking to seltzer. Just get some
0: shots. You can do it, Byron. This is what Miami's for. Stop overthinking it.
2: Mars, I'll go with you.
0: Mars and Alf walked away slowly. I decided I needed to tell Byron to chill out. It was past time. Byron, it's gonna be okay.
4: I know. How do you feel? How is it to be back?
0: Honestly, it's really nice in terms of the weather and sunshine, the beach, but I'm just reminded of how homogenous the society is in Miami. I wish I were rich so I could move the people I care about to New York.
5: Yeah, that's real.
0: Wait, what happened to Mars and Elf? They've been gone a long... time. We turned to look for them, and there they were. I fully expected the night to be wild, but Mars and Elf were fully making out. Elf was straddling
4: Mars on her lap. Oh. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, 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 gotcha,
0: Yes, Got it. All right. By the end of our stay in Miami, I had patched things up with my mom after berating her unnecessarily. Man, did I feel like an ass. And that kiss between Alf and Mars, the function, was something else entirely. I had just resolved the drama with my blood family and was bracing for the drama with my chosen family. Humans are such odd creatures. We communicate in a myriad of ways and we're susceptible to a plethora of air. I thought I had no drama in my life. But I was starting to feel as though drama was ingrained in our DNA. It seems the only reasonable way humans were able to ascend from hunter-gatherers. Who's a better hunter? Who could be the better lover? Let's remember, though, that the agricultural revolution gave rise to overpopulation and subsistence on singular crops that made various societies across the ages and on all continents susceptible to famine. Agriculture as an industry is just plain ugly. But was it uglier than the insecurities and reassurances and the drama, essentially, necessary to keep our relationship strong? Most likely. And speaking of ugly things, August was upset that I hadn't been contacting him daily. You won't claim me, but you'll try to monopolize my time? Uh Uh-uh. August is cute, but not that cute. His name was starting to remind me of the end of summer, and I was starting to feel the end of us. Could I bring myself to end it? You may think I'm crazy, but I was looking forward to it. Is this what Marina felt when she wrote How to Be a Heartbreaker?
3: It's all delusions. Look how the time will go, look how the time will flow alone on this island again. I'm just looking around on a carousel, where are my friends? If you're ready to go, we can blow, then this party is lame. I'm just ready to go, man. I'm ready to blow. I don't want this shit to be the same. I don't know why I feel Got less than a dollar holding on to all my dreams I am lactose intolerant but still could use the cream This creation in my genes, though this life ain't what it seems Guess that's living as an artist, may just leave you denim hearted I never knew becoming whole meant breaking my promises honestly I find this whole existence astonishing, honesty a hot commodity I'm bad at economics like the crash, it's unstable, everything feels so
4: The Non-Binary, Carrie Bradshaw, Episode 5, Miami. Starring Alana Ruiz as Alana, Grace Joshua Byron as Byron, Anna Feltman as Alf, Murkrow as Mars, Yasmin Carden as Jay, Minga Franco as Alana's mom, Mark Meneses as Alana's dad, and Nat Bowden as the kayak instructor. The Non-Binary, Carrie Bradshaw was created and written by Alana Ruiz, Grace Joshua Byron, Anna Feltman, and Murkrow. Directed by Grace Joshua Byron. Produced by Grace Joshua Byron and Adam Cecil. Editing and sound design by Adam Cecil. Logo by Emily Tatt. Featuring 16 Rings, I Feel You, and Fatalist by Breeze. That's B-R-Z, Breeze. Search... Breeze Fatalist on Spotify to find them, or head over to Instagram at BRZ Raps. Find out more about this show at nonbinarykarybradshaw.com. If you like the show and own an Apple device, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Thank you to Baby Goat Mom and Nerdstar48 who have already done so. If you like the non-binary Carrie Bradshaw, please share it with your friends, your polycule, your lover, your ex, your dog, anyone you can think of, IRL, or on social media. This show is a labor of love, and we really appreciate your support. Thank you.